folks. Welcome to a podcast about Catholic things. This is Eric, the Ambassador of Common Sense, and I'm here with... Dan, the Ambassador of Nonsense. And uh, boy, we've we got a lot of nonsense for you today, don't we? we got we got all kinds of things going. I don't... I think we were going to talk about Pope Francis and his shenanigans, but there's also the election, which is... That's... <laughs> and those shenanigans. Yeah. Um, so... Right now, it is Tuesday evening. Uh, we really no. don't know who's going to be in the White Actually, I know who's going to be in the White House, but it's West- the world it's does not evening. know. Huh? It's Wednesday evening. Wednesday. Did I say Tuesday? I meant Wednesday. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't matter, because we knew just as much Tuesday as we know on Wednesday, which is almost right. nothing. But Hold on, i got to fill up my coffee. All right, so let's go through Tuesday night. Did you watch? Did you watch any of the election? Yeah, I, 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 um, I kind of let Ben, who's the real politicophile, dang um, on it, flip between the various channels, so I didn't stay fixed on one channel. Every time they started talking about polls, hold on. Yeah, I'm here. I lost you. I lost that. Uh, oh. that earbud went out. So I guess I'll just hold oh. Okay. The, I'll just hold the uh, thingamajig in my hand, the charger. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're having technical difficulties, but we'll muddle through it. Yeah, we sound we sound like we sound like people who don't know anything about technology. Yeah, where we kept messing. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear me? <laughs> All right. So uh, let me ask that again. Did you watch the election on on Tuesday? Yes. Yeah. So so Ben, my son is is the real political file and yeah. so I let him, you know, pick whatever he wanted and he he would keep flipping between stations. Every time they started talking about a poll or every time they started having like a panel of of just regular people, he would flip the station because he you know, polls are just fundamentally unreliable anyway and when they just yeah. get panel of panels of people who don't know, you know, what they're doing or have no reason particularly to be there that's not even interesting right but yeah we i i went to bed around one a little bit i think it was a little bit before trump gave his um statement from the white house okay i started watching it and around eight o'clock in the evening i said i can't watch this because i remember i i was having flashbacks of 2016 when Mm -hmm. i it was like a roller coaster all night. It just yeah up down up down up down, and I couldn't take it. And I finally said, uh, "I think I think I went to sleep around midnight." Mm-hmm. And Vicky woke me up at like two thirty or three in the morning and said, "Trump won." And I thought, <laughs> "Okay." And I thought, after uh, by eight o'clock, I said, "I I can't watch this because I already have an idea what's going to happen." Um. And so I went to bed, and in the next yeah. morning, I didn't even check the news. Oh, <laughs> this this morning I went to work, and I thought I, I'm not even going to look. I don't. Mm-hmm. The thing is, I firmly believe that Trump won. I firmly believe that Trump got the number of votes he needed to win, and I firmly believe that the left is going to try to steal it. Yeah. So. Yeah. They've already told us we're not going to know today, so why would I bother worrying about it? 
Right, right. And there's nothing I can no, do about it. Yeah, yeah. And and it really, it's it what it's going to play out is 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 in the challenges to the counting irregularities and and stuff like that in in some of the states. Yeah. Um, but what I will tell you is this: um, as as a you know, I don't know whether to call it hopeful or not, but so uh, the expectation is still there that Trump's going to get Pennsylvania, North Carolina. And Georgia, I, I think that's you know reasonable expectation. The narrow, the the margins kind of narrow on Georgia, but um, they've got ninety eight percent of the votes counted there. So um, even though it's a fairly narrow margin, um, it's still pretty good. North Carolina and Pennsylvania bigger margins, but with less of the uh, the vote counted. Now the thing is, if you assume Trump gets all three of those, and if you assume all the red that are already called are solid and they're going to stay Trump. Yeah. Uh, then with those three and all the other solid red, and I'm going by um, Associated Press here. I'm not going by Fox or CNN or anything like that. Okay. Then Trump needs only one of either uh, Michigan, which he's challenging, Wisconsin, which he's challenging, Arizona, which they're still counting. That's the one that they realized that they he reported a lot more percent done than they were. And Nevada, which is still out. Um, and there's only an 8,000 vote spread in Nevada with, with 75% reporting. And yeah. they're not going to pick up counting those till tomorrow. So if he gets all of the solid reds plus those three pinks, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, and Georgia, he only needs one of any of those other four states and he's in. Yeah. So that's the situation right now. And that's why he's going to be going after those hard. Yeah. Cause it's, it's coming down to that close. Now, Alaska, he's, you know, it looks like he'll probably have Alaska, but you know, Alaska's only three electoral votes. It, it won't come into play in this election. All of the, um, the lower population states that, that only have like three or four electoral votes have pretty much gone to Trump um, yeah. let's see. I think the, the, the smallest one that went to Biden is probably, I don't know. Well, if you don't count DC, which is three, but New Mexico is five. That kind of surprises me that I don't know. I don't know why that one went to Biden, but anyway, um, that's, that's where it stands right now. Okay. Well, I look, we, we knew they were cheating from the start and we know they've been cheating for a very long time. My my thoughts were always this, that they've always cheated and they've always known how to cheat. And mm-hmm. that in 2016, they were confident that they could cheat their way to the White House. And what happened and was... For some reason, they didn't. <laughs> they, were, they were unprepared for the number of people who really liked Trump. Yeah. They were unprepared for this, this huge uh, vote that... A lot of people who had not voted before, like myself. Mm-hmm. Well, this time around, they had the same confidence, and they did the same thing. They didn't campaign at all. Yeah. And for I some mean, reason, Biden, they were confident. I mean, you know, it, a, a Biden rally can fit in a, in a mini, minivan. You know, the, yeah, there was nothing. Was, he, he stayed in his basement. He called he called a lid on campaigning. He was, you know, he was like, okay, guys, I'm not going to do anything else. Starting at like... Nine o'clock, nine thirty in the mornings. Yeah, there was 
I mean, it's almost like he was out there projecting himself as being unfit for the presidency. He was, it was, uh, there was absolutely no enthusiasm on the Democrat side. And yeah. the fact that they were so confident told me they th- they're thinking, uh, well, what we did last time worked. It just didn't work enough. We need to just do it yeah. more. We, and so we, that's what right. they're going to do. So we, 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 won't, uh, we won't underestimate again. Now, here's, here's what's interesting. You have that, and then you have uh, things like uh, Hillary Clinton um, saying, okay, you know, we, we, we won the popular vote last time, um, and because of the Electoral College and how that works, we didn't end up winning. Well, we need to make it so that they, 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 they can't even challenge that this was an American decision, so we need to be like winning not only the electoral votes, but we need to win the popular vote by like at least 10, 20 million votes, something like that. Yeah. Um, so, so you know that the level of, you know, whatever kind of cheating mechanisms they have in place is geared towards that. Yeah. Well, I so know. Even then, combining that with the concerted effort of the media to paint Trump as, you know, everything that they paint him as a racist um, and every and, and not only that, but a contingent of Republicans who are actively working against Trump. Right. The, the never Trumpers. In spite of all of that, the the best uh, what I'm going to call the the, uh, uh, the the jaded tallies or the, um, you know, the 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 cheated, the fixed tallies that they're coming up with. Still barely is only a spread of about three million votes. Yeah, it's like less than a percent of the population of the United States. Now the voting population is lower, so it's it's less than a percent of the. I mean, it's more than a percent of the voting population, but it's only about three three million votes. Well, in spite of all of that, it's like wow. In in order for a a candidate to do that well, in spite of all of those things stacked up against him, it means that he really was popular in fact if if you were if you were able to somehow like and and you can't because it's part of free speech in america but if you were somehow able to disallow the the news media um from uh attempting you know to really influence uh you know elector mindsets and electorate mindsets and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um trump would win hands down so I mean that that shows how much this 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 election. In fact, there's so many people that voted for Biden, they're not even voting for Biden. They're voting against a um, a fake portrait of Trump that has been painted by the media. That's that's what's going on here. And even with that, it's close. Yeah. Now see, if you try to find out how many voters are registered how many registered voters there are in Wisconsin For you'll example, have a hard uh-huh. time doing it what you will see is a whole bunch of fact checkers saying that more that that the report that there are more votes ca- cast in Wisconsin than there are registered voters is wrong but, but you won't see the actual reports of of what the num- true numbers are yeah yeah, and and the voter registration is by election board district, which is typically county, 
So you'd have to go county to by county in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and each county would have its own people that you have to talk to and interact with and its methods for getting that information. Now, you can get it. In fact, the voter registration lists are, are public record. In fact, you can you can get the names and addresses of all the registered voters on yeah. those lists in every county, I think pretty much throughout the United States. Um, so you can get it, but it's, it's a ton of legwork to try to do that. Yeah. Which, you know, I, I don't for a minute believe that the so-called fact-checkers have done that legwork. Right. Uh, I think one fact-checker uh, claims to have done it, and then everybody mm-hmm. checked off of his fact, and it, I, I don't know. But if, yeah, if he had these done kinds it, would, of shenanigans would... are going on yeah. in every single state, right? <coughs> right. almost. Um, and the thing is, you know, the... You know, people say, well, gee, what about fact? Why, why don't you give fact checkers, you know, some credence, um, you know, when they say that this is what they're about and, and stuff. The thing is, we've seen since the Obama era how much the the liberal moral code does not have compunction when it comes to lying. Right. It's, it's... under. In fact, the whole concept of truth under the liberal formula is the the real truth is whatever it takes in order to accomplish the social goals that we're setting out to accomplish. That's that's what truth the word truth means to liberals. And so the concept of lying has has no meaning whatsoever for them. Yeah, and um I guess it's one of those things to keep in mind as we watch this play out, but the problem, the problem right now is that there's not much any of us can do. It's kind of in Trump's hands now. It's, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, politically. The, we voted. The one thing we can do is, you know, we can circle our beads. That's, that's yeah. what we can do. We can keep praying. We can fast. Uh, now, see... I, but, see you, but, you know... Yeah, go ahead. I, w- I would... I, I almost would have said, well, maybe this is really happening. Maybe there really are this many idiots in America. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, when Trump was doing his rallies, they were so huge, and it was so unlike anything we'd ever seen before. Yeah. Um, But Even Reagan. Right. But he would go, you know, he would have a rally, say, in Lebanon, Ohio, and, you know, 20,000, 30,000 people would show up. And then we would see... Uh, license plates from cars two or three states away. Yeah. And so I was, for a while, I was a little bit scared. I started thinking, what if this is just like, what if this is like the Grateful Dead? The fact that Grateful Dead puts on this concert and so many people show up does not signify that a big percentage of Americans listen to Grateful Dead. It's just that oh, right, they got right, people right. following. The same people over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. They got a bunch of groupies. But as we approached this uh, voting day, he was hitting five cities across America every day. And every mm-hmm. single one of them were showing up tens and thousands of people. Yeah. And it proves that it is not the same people showing up every day at every one. Yeah, there's, there's no way. That every <laughs> if, city. If he had one a week, maybe, but no way. Not five a day. Yeah. he And, and, and it's... It, it, it repeats itself over and over again. He just kept doing it. And it, it tells us 
I think I think this it's probably the smartest thing he did because it tells us no there is no way this state was won by Biden. There're just mm-hmm. too many people who love him too much and they're turning out in droves and they turned out to vote and there's no way it could be wrong. If if, if the Democrats are trying to claim this it's because they're cheating somewhere we just have to figure out how and expose it and again problem is that's all in trump's hands right now yeah yeah it is that's well and you know here's here's the thing that um it could be that we were kind of i don't know destined for a, a dark age yeah Anyway, I you know I, I I don't like to use the word destined, but here here's what I you know because I'm I'm gonna kind of bring together the two topics we were you know the the topic we were gonna talk about last week, and then the opportune topic this week. So we were gonna talk about the Pope. I mean, look at what this Pope is doing. He's 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 out there uh, promoting gay civil unions. I mean, just just an abomination. One of the sins that that cries out to heaven for vengeance. Yeah, and he's promoting that that societies endorse it um he's out there promoting um uh trying to make changes to uh catholic teaching with the death penalty he's got the opportunity to to uh you know declare a new uh pious title for mary uh a devotional title and he treats it as though um as though it's silly to assign titles to mary and he he kind of com- Wait a minute, I didn't the, even hear about as, this one. Oh yeah, yeah. The the um it was the uh title of uh was it the Mediatrix of All Graces or or the um maybe title of Adam. It was one of those titles of Mary that that has not been officially recognized by the church yet. But is often And in used. his letter this this was but yeah, the um this this was um uh, this was like a, a year ago, I think that this this. Oh, happened. okay, okay. Yeah, I this isn't re- this is in the I last couple of weeks. Something new. Right, right, okay. right, right. Okay. No, but but I mean, it's just just looking at his papacy, and he treats it as though to give a title to Mary is somehow like in some kind of competition with Jesus. Like the yeah. more we honor Mary, the less we honor and, and worship Jesus, or something like that. I mean, I, you know, it's it's so clear that he's just a complete apostate from from any real grounding in in the the you know the catholic faith and he's our pope yeah so i i'm kind of so now i'm kind of thinking all right if and then of course there's the bishops and and we don't need to go into too much detail about them um but you look at that and you think okay the church herself the bride of christ is like wounded and suffering so much right now because of the pope and because of these bishops and and many of the priests yeah. Then, okay. Why should we, you and me, expect that the United States of America isn't going to suffer at this particular age of the world when right. the Bride of Christ herself is suffering so much? I'll, yeah, I know. And it, but here's the thing. And it, okay, this was this was my hope. And it still is my hope, because I, I firmly believe that next year Trump will still be in the White House. But um, Well, he will for at least a couple of weeks. I'll just... <laughs> <laughs> um, we have, we have all, it's almost like opposites with the church right now, because we have 
When we look at the past uh, 25 years in America, uh, people like you and me and, and the, the people that we associated with, we knew the mm-hmm. direction we were moving. We knew that it was getting bad. And it, yeah. it had gotten to a point where it was kind of like, I don't, I would say even during the Clinton years, we kind of thought, I, I don't see how this could possibly resolve itself. I don't see how we could fix this. Yeah. That was my thinking. And it, it's, even if we vote, even if we somehow manage to vote for all Republicans, this problem is in the Republican Party, so it wouldn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's 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 like a virus, and it's affected everyone. And there's, I didn't see any hope, and I I didn't even vote for, uh, probably let's see three four three or four presidential elections. I didn't even vote. I mean, Romney because I thought why vote? Yeah, why why Romney? He he's not going to get you excited about a vote. Why and McCain? You know. Even if we had them, they they wouldn't have. It's not like things would be tremendously different now. Yeah, yeah, it would have been the same. So we were at a point that looked pretty hopeless for America, and I thought we were headed towards socialism, and that we were going to move into that. I thought it would move. I thought it would happen quicker than it did, but it was sliding that way, and it, it was like a slope. It was getting worse and worse, faster and faster, and. I think Hillary Clinton would have kicked that off. I think I think if if Trump had not been elected, I think we'd be almost there. But right. um I Trump's election was almost miraculous and it was I kind of saw it as God saying, "Hey, I don't care how hopeful helpless it seems, yeah, I, I can, can change things." Them. And right. so I kind of see this going on with the church. It looks hopeless because even if even if Francis died right now, what would it matter? The, well, yeah, because the cardinals, there's a bunch of cardinals would, that are his picks, and yeah. But I think uh, Trump was a message to us Catholics that hey, it's never hopeless. Just keep praying. Yeah. And at the same time, um, here in America, as Trump was gaining power, so was the traditional Catholic. I mean, we've mentioned before the. The movement for tra- traditional Latin mass, it, it really took root and grew and continues to grow in America. Yeah. And, and I think that's why Francis hates us so much. In the in the last 10 years. Yeah, absolutely. Especially in the past since COVID, because mm-hmm. the, the, yeah, the numbers are growing even more now. <laughs> yeah. So, that, yeah, and you know, that's exactly right. That's And, and, and. You know, there's there's the song that says, "Put not your trust in princes." Um, you know the I, the, you know the thing is, Trump himself as as a individual. You know, I, you know, I pray for him every day, and whether he's in the White House or not, um, you know, I I I wish the best for him, and 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 I I hope he you know at some point becomes Catholic, and um, receives all the spiritual benefits of that as well. But, um, you know, the thing that he could be um, that need not be in his person is this recognition that, you know, the United States is ripe for a Trump. It's ripe for someone who is smart enough to um, 
absorb and engage all the issues of the world and the country. I mean, that's kind of, yeah. you know, if, if he didn't know how to talk about things, if he didn't know how to uh, understand issues and, and, and uh, relationships of, of, um, of, of nations and um, economic enterprises and, and all that stuff enough to have the debates, he, he, there's no way he would have, you know, gained any real traction or anything right. like that. Um, and furthermore, he, he had to do it in a way that he could use language that um, revealed that he had personal commitments about things, that, that he was grounded in something. It, he wasn't just out for an office. Now, a lot of people were skeptical about that in 2016 when we voted for him. It, it's like, well, OK, you know, I can't vote for Hillary. Uh, you know, I'll do my best and, and hope Trump, you know, doesn't do too bad or something like yeah. that. Um, of course, we didn't realize then the way we realize now that all of his rhetoric was not mere rhetoric. It came from the heart. He really believes these things that he says that he wants for America that, uh, you know. So I think if nothing else, his performance in this election with such a um, I mean, you know, just imagine everything stacked up the way it is against him and. Nobody can doubt that. No, no thinking Christian can doubt this, that Satan himself has has been working against Trump. Yeah, definitely. In this election. You know, that's, the devil does not want Trump in the White House. That's that's something nobody who, who is a thinking Christian can deny. Right. So given all of that for him to perform so well, um, and then if Biden does happen to get in, there's no reason somebody who who and, and God may be out there picking this somebody right now um, with, you know, a, a similar uh, intellect and a similar, um, you know, uh, integrity and, and personal, um, you know, depth of drive for the good of America um, couldn't accomplish the same thing again. Well, I don't see. That's where that's where we kind of differ. Well, I, 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 obviously God can do what He wants, and if He wanted to raise another person, uh, He could do it. But look, I think if if Biden gets in, I I don't think there will be another real election in America. I don't. Yeah, that. That's I think we, that we would should look at. I I, I almost in terms of how that would work because remember that. Right now, the president still has to work through the Congress. I mean, like, even Obama, as bad as and corrupt as he was, he had to get Congress in order to pass Obamacare. And then he had to get the Supreme Court to, to uphold it. So, he, he, you know, he still, it, it, as, as much of the selling out as there was in that, in, in, you know, by the Republicans and even by the court, you know, with, with Justice Roberts voting to uphold the Obamacare individual mandate which since then congress has gotten away you know done away with but as much as of that was a selling out of of the united states for whatever it is they they thought they were gaining um it still needed to happen obama as a could not as an individual accomplish this he had to engage these other political institutions and and had to engage the timeline and the messiness that that involves in order to accomplish, I think that's still the case in the United States. I don't think the president yet has the power to just 
you know, he can do an awful lot because he does control executive agencies and so forth, but he can't just, for example, ruin the concept of elections. He can't, he can't, for example, like the Democrats keep wanting to do away with the electoral college. Well, he can't do that. Well, even I, with the Supreme, even with a packed Supreme Court, he can't do that because it's written into the Constitution that way. It can only be done through a modification of the Constitution, and the Constitution itself defines what has to happen for it to be modified. So I, that process is not something that can happen in four years. I, I disagree with that um, in, in several ways. First of all, um, they can change the Constitution. And yeah, the but there's only... a process that the Constitution defines for that. Okay, so what? So they do it. First of all, I think they can do it without yeah. following that process. But even if they had to follow that process, no, there's so they that... follow that process. So what? Okay, but but think about what that process means. It, it they can't just do it. They need the various political institutions of all the states to do it. The process is. The Cong- Congress has to. Uh, so Congress does it. Has to vote and approve a proposal of an amendment of the Constitution. Then that proposal of amendment has to go out to the states and all the different state legislatures, all those red state legislatures, those red states that voted for Trump, they all have to individually vote on that amendment. And at least seventy-five percent of the states. Okay, first have of all, seventy-five percent is about to change. I'm telling you, they will do away what? with seventy-five percent. It will be a simple majority. It only, but they only will be itself, able to do it with only 51%. itself. Only itself with a change to the Constitution, because that seventy-five percent is in the Constitution. Three quarters of all the states have to approve the amendment before it becomes part of the Constitution. In other words, the Congress cannot amend the Constitution. Only the states can do it. The only thing Congress can do is propose an amendment. That's, that's written in there. And it can't change without that very process. I, and there's I no see state the logic gonna, behind what you're saying. I'm just saying that it doesn't matter. They'll do it anyway. What do we, well, what, what would that mean to do it? I, because I don't know. Because that's the other thing. You can't because just they're... do things like that that are extra legal in a country unless you're one of those third it. world countries. Well, they only do it by way they of... They do it over and over again. I, I know. They only do it by way of reinterpreting what's in the Constitution okay. itself. So if like, they reinterpret and, and, and it... Most of, yeah, but you can't reinterpret three quarters to mean half. You can't reinterpret that the states have to ratify a, an amendment to mean that the Congress can do it without the states. You, there's, there's no way to reinterpret that. There are some things that they will have to work through the process in order to accomplish, and that buys us so if time. They didn't That's what do I'm it, saying. If they didn't do it, then what? If they just did it. If they didn't do it. If they decided what, okay, we're gonna, what would it mean? We're going to eliminate it. We're going to say from what? now on it's simple majority. 51% wins, period. So 51, 51 states individually have to ratify the const- the, a, an amendment now. Yeah. That, so they just say that. What if that happens? That. So who would say it and what would that mean? I mean, the, you hey, see what I mean? The, what are you going to do about every it if single, they did it? Every single state legislature would be 
saying, no, you can't do that. I don't and think they courts would. courts would say, oh, yeah, they would. No, they, they wouldn't. You, you, don't under, you don't understand. I mean, even the blue states who want central power at least want to be recognized for what power they're assigned. You'd think that. And, and yet and, we see and here, states voting away their right to the electoral college. And, and here's the thing. The majority of individual states are still conservative. You think that. The people are, but the legislators aren't. We happen to have well, a man I, like Trump in the White House, and finally, some of the uh, the 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 state the Congress could get behind Trump, but they weren't at first, if you remember. And if he loses, their only thought is to be covering their own butts, because it took a certain amount of courage for them to get behind Trump, because most of them thought that he wasn't going to do anything. I mean, you remember what happened with the when he tried to repeal uh, Obamacare? They, some of them got behind him. A lot of them didn't. Yeah, a lot of them didn't. No. And then he ended up losing but you're because talking, but, they but, thought yeah, but, that he was going to. But you're lose. talking about the federal Congress. <clears throat> yeah. So I'm looking at a state map right now, state by state, whether the state legislature <coughs> uh, is controlled by one party or the other. Twenty-nine of them, Republican. Okay, so... And then one is uh, split and one's, like, nonpartisan. See, here's the thing. You're looking at the law and you're saying, okay, according to the law, this has to happen or this has to happen. If we were going to look at Ohio's laws and say, the governor can't just come in and say, you guys are shutting down now. And yet he did it. And he continues to do it. It doesn't matter what the law is. He did it, but here's the thing. Every he single time it. he's challenged in court, he loses, and yet we're still shut down. Okay, so is it? are you shut down because the cops are going out and enforcing, or are you shut down because people are just complying? Both. Because I, I mean, know there that, are, like, you, you know, Kathy, uh, they tried to not wear a mask, uh, and the cops came out and enforced it. And when the... I mean, there, there's a thousand different ways this works. If, Aside from being governor, he's also in control of a lot of tiny little bureaucracies, people who do things like issue liquor licenses. And yeah, in these ways, that. he that's, controls them. That's the, yeah, and that's, it, that's the way they It doesn't really matter what the law kind of is. Po- power. The law almost doesn't matter. I firmly believe I know, but that I'm, if— I'm telling you, there's no way this happens in four years. I think it will. I think with uh, Puerto Rico and D.C. coming into the Senate, they get their majority in the Senate. And yeah, they. I, you're, you're talking about so many constitutional amendments, and there's no way that happens without <coughs> the process. I guess we'll. I guess we'll wait and see. I mean, that's the kind of violation of process that you don't accomplish unless, unless you're a military dictator. You know what I mean? Like, like I would have the, said the, the things that are you know, going on like, in Michigan. I would have said the same thing. I would have said you can't do that unless you're a military dictator, and yet uh, the governor of Michigan's doing it. He's still got people shut down. It's been how many months now? It's been almost yeah. half a year. Yeah, and and Michigan's suffering a lot because of it. That's what that, that's one of the things that surprises me about Michigan going for uh, Biden like that, um, assuming they do. Um, yeah, I don't think they. I, I. It's like you know, are, no are they? Are the people there really that stupid? Even and 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 you know, it's interesting. Michigan. I was watching the returns last night. It was 
leading for Trump. Yeah. But Wayne County, which is where Detroit is, had not been counted yet. And and that's where the big population center is. And that's where the big Democrat uh, you know, union and that kind of thing is. Well, that's also but, where the poll workers were kicked out, isn't it? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't know where that happened. I know that, that there was some, some noise about that. So Trump's challenging that. And um, the thing is, I don't even think the union workers are, you know, the union bosses and, and so forth, the unionized workers in Detroit. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're that stupid, you know, that, that so many of the majority of them under the suffering rule of this governor are voting for um, Biden, who is threatening to be even more heavy handed right. over Trump to their own detriment um, in such huge numbers that they outweigh the whole rest of the state. Yeah. That doesn't make sense that they're that idiotic. N- none of this which, again, makes sense. Which points to that, hey, you know what? There's there's probably some shenanigans going on. The, uh, yeah, I, I just, look, in Pennsylvania, I think uh, there was one Trump rally where there was 57,000 people. I think, uh, what's his name? Taylor Marshall opened the prayer on that one. Mm-hmm. 57,000 people. And that was, yeah. I think there was two uh, Pennsylvania rallies that day. Um, That's a big state. You, you, <laughs> you can't tell me that he didn't win Pennsylvania, especially with yeah. someone like Biden, who flat out said that he was going to destroy the state by yeah. by uh, cutting off oil and, and fracking. The oil industry, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You can't tell me... That Trump lost that state. That it, yeah. it seems almost impossible. And he's currently leading, according to returns, uh, <coughs> a spread of almost two hundred thousand right now. I don't know. It depends on where you reporting. look. I mean, I heard seven. I'm just looking at, at Associated. Point. I'm looking at Associated Press. Okay, that's where I've been kind of tracking all day. So yeah, no, that that's that's I, I, I think you're right. That's you know, that there's there's no way that there are not shenanigans. Uh the the election results don't match the reality that we've been seeing leading up to the elections in terms of the, the rallies and, and that kind of stuff. So if um, um Trump if something happens to where Trump is not in the White House, it, it proves to me that they've they've gotten the cheating down pretty well they know what to do and how uh, to do it they've um yeah perfected the cheat uh i can't see another personality coming out that's even bigger than trump yeah but i couldn't see trump yeah six years ago okay but at some point there's well i would say there's got to be some kind of plateau where it's like i mean it's almost every american but yeah if if they've gotten that good at the cheating then from here on in, what will matter? What what would it matter? What yeah, will elections matter? It doesn't matter right. because they'll still take it and they'll do what they want to do, and there's nothing we can right. do about it. It's uh, it's frustrating, and it's. I guess we're back to this again. All we can do at this point is just keep praying, and we we got to keep praying, and we have to we have to be available to act in some way yeah. if Trump calls on us to act. I don't yeah. know what that could or look what, like, yeah. but um, 
I I don't know. I mean, so let's let's talk about that. Let's let's imagine uh, for a moment. Like, you know, this is just just some some uh, moral reasoning over over uh, you know some various scenarios um, related to um, uh, revolutions. Let, let's suppose that you're in you know in Germany in the 30s, and and it's it's in the time period when you know what's going on and um you know the jews are being killed and there's an opportunity uh you know now in this case hitler's the incumbent not the challenger but you've got a challenger who um is uh get yeah he's he made enough of of an appearance uh to be taken seriously and yet you know, through the Nazi regimes, the vote is, you know, somehow stolen, whatever the, the numbers are made to look the other way. Mm-hmm. Um, and he calls on you to say, you know, we can't let this stand. We've got to dethrone this, this Hitler. Okay. What's, you know, morally, where, where does that stand? Or take it even further. Let's say that Hitler hadn't started at all. Let's say that he, or let's say that he did start it, but he started it not as the the chancellor, but as as you know somebody else, and he's got his thing going, and 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 it's all happening under a regime that supports him. But suddenly, surprisingly, somebody else makes it in, who's completely against all of this, makes it into the chancellor's seat. Now he can't completely eliminate it. And 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 restore protection protection to the Jews and all that kind of stuff in in the time that he has. Then the, the next cycle comes around and and it looks like based on the numbers Hitler is now elected into the Chancellor's office. And this guy, the standing Chancellor, says we can't allow this. We've you know this this was a stolen election. And furthermore, look what's going on. We need to find a way to keep this from uh, becoming our regime. Well, then what? You well, know, I I I, th- I think there's a strong argument to be made that that you got to stand by the good guy, even to the point of saying, "All right, we've got to." Um, uh, if if there's a reasonable hope um, of doing it. If it comes to um, whatever overthrowing and starting over, you know whatever it takes to stop what was happening to the Jews at that time. Yeah, I think uh, the problem is not just saying you got to do something. The problem is saying what needs to be done. So when Trump yeah, says, "Okay, we can't let this stand." I, I don't know what have a big no, rally no, yeah, and that's, everybody that's, shout, no, it's, but there it's has to be, be it's an actual be a, plan, uh, right? That, and that's that's my point. If if the if the guy calls on people to okay, I would like you to go, you know, um, you know, I've I've let's uh, I've I've deputized you know these people in every state to 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 uh, to help you restore groups order that are and, going to. Restore order, and I want you to go and and if you're able and and have the means, I want you to go sign up and and put yourselves to work doing it. You know, whatever it is, whether it's it's you know standing in a um, or, or getting rid you know, of in, in a uh, line su- su- or... supporting 
helping to support the the police as they put down riots or whether it's standing in a line around the the uh, election offices and and making sure that the elections don't get called without proper voting procedures whatever it is yeah you know, if, I, I think if, there's if, if there's some kind of call for that yeah I mean you know, we have that throughout history it it happens over and over again I mean there are revolutions and civil wars and then there are just regular wars and uh if Trump calls upon people to go to war, then I think we definitely have the moral standing to do it, to put a stop to what the Democrats are doing right now. Yeah. <coughs> but I, there has to be some sort of plan where it's not just bloodshed for the sake of bloodshed. And it seems like a lot of Democratic... Uh, That's I what the legal the, action is. Huh? It's bloodshed for the sake of bloodshed. That's yeah. that's what all the liberal riots are. That's what the riots are, and that's what things like the the French Revolution that seems to be kind yeah. of what it was. It was just killing right. for the sake of killing until they've killed off enough people to where there was no one to oppose them, and it couldn't be something like that. It would have to be this is what we're going to do, and this is how we're going to retake our government. Yeah, there's a a goal to accomplish. That's you know that's 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 why you don't see rioting in response to Joe Biden and winning. It's because yeah, I, th- there is just something very different in the moral fabric of liberals and conservatives in America today. That, right. You know, there's there's um, the one sees any means necessary to achieve their end as acceptable and the end they have i you know i think it kind of flows from that their the the goals they have are evil you know they they want abortion they want gay marriage they want socialism the goals are evil in and of themselves and those people who give themselves over to those evil goals they also have a moral compass that says any means necessary yeah you know that that's uh yeah i guess at this point we we should just be ready to fight that and and just but but we have to wait for the way to do it because it's something that people talked about doing conservatives have talked about doing this kind of thing for a long long time you know there were little groups the militia groups you remember those Mm -hmm. and um but there was never any real plan you know there were things like uh not Waco, but Ru- Ruby Ridge. Do you remember that oh, one? Right. Okay. Yeah, there were little things the... like that, and it was like, mm-hmm. okay, even if you accomplish that goal, it doesn't really, it doesn't make Do the country yeah. any better. Um, it has to be a way for w- us to take back the actual government, mm-hmm. and it yeah, would to, take to a leader like Trump to working. do that. Yeah. I don't think it would be possible without someone like Trump. I think it would just if it was if we didn't have someone like Trump to follow, it would end up being just a bunch of killing. The same way, uh, if we didn't have someone like Abraham Lincoln to follow during the Civil War, that could have ended up just being a bunch of killing. Yeah, yeah, and then a, and then was, a divide you know, in the nation. A, right, 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 and 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 you know the Civil War was a little. Di- you know, different because it was a, it was military. It was, you know, as it, yeah. it was through generals and enlisted men into the service and stuff like that. That you know, the, it wasn't just 
you know, deputizing a bunch of people to go out and, and, and you know, use violence to, to achieve a, an end. Right. Um, I remember back when I, I do, when we first started doing this podcast, you talked about the violence that is happening against especially pro-lifers, but Christians in general. And the mm-hmm. point you had made back then is this is probably going to get worse as time goes on. And it has gotten worse as time goes on, and I think we can expect it to continue to get worse, especially over the next six months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll see it get a lot worse, especially if it looks like Trump is going to start. You know, if, if it looks like he's going to be successful in any of his challenges. Yeah. Um, with the 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 state vote count, but you know what else? It's going to get worse around the world. Um, yeah. Without without Trump and ISIS, you remember the you know. Uh, the 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 rise of of ISIS, you know that, that yeah. that's an Obama legacy. Yeah. Well, uh, without you know, with Biden in, there's going to be another an, another ISIS to to rise up in the Middle East. Right. Um, and at this point, China. not even just the East, but in Europe as well. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, China is going to be very bold with with Biden in office. Yeah. And they're going to... That's the thing. They're going to re-destroy so many industries that have come back to life in America. Everything from farming to industrialization of everything. It's kind of scary. But if... Yeah, um, that's... You know, most people, their their daily life isn't going to change a whole lot over the next couple of years. But there are, nonetheless, a lot of people in the United States whose lives are going to be very badly affected by this. Yeah. I mean, those are the, you know, but things are going to factory workers who get laid off and stuff like that. The problem is that people's lives will change for the worse, but it'll be slow and it won't be something they can immediately point to and say, this is because of this. You know, Mm -hmm. when Obama, uh, when Obamacare came into existence, uh, seeking employment, part of seeking employment was looking for good health care. Yeah. And that meant working 40 hours, being called a full-time employee. And then when Obamacare comes in, the the strategy you had for getting employed changed. Most companies suddenly dropped all of their full-time employees. And they would say, okay, everybody's 32 hours. Or even they would work them 40 hours, but uh, they would still be considered part-time because – they could no longer provide the insurance. And so right. companies would have one or two full-time employees and everybody else was part-time. That's one of the things that happened um, with, say, I'm thinking specifically of things like uh, UDF. UDF might have four or five full-time employees per store or even up to 10, and suddenly mm-hmm. they had two, the, the two oh, managers. Right. That's it. Those yeah. are the only two-time yeah. employ- uh, full-time employees. Those are the only ones they had to provide health care for. And uh, since they would be paid uh, salary, they would end up working 80 hours a week for uh, almost pennies compared to what they used to get paid. And yeah. it things like that, you couldn't immediately point to Obamacare as the cause of it, but that is what caused it. And yeah, I, things I, like I, that are going to happen. It is. They are. That's that's. There's a there's a, a pernicious aspect to uh, um, to uh, a lot of Democrat policies like that. That you know you you 
don't know how and in what ways it's going to be bad until it actually happens. It works its way in and then and then produces bad fruit in surprising ways. And it's hard for anyone to pinpoint and say, this is why this happened. This is why your job sucks. This is why yeah, you're only yeah. getting paid 10 bucks an hour. Exactly. Well, I know that when Obamacare happened, the, the you know, um, at the place that I was working at the time, um, we typically had a team of like 25 or 30 um, interns, you know, that, that we would, yeah. you know, use for various things. They would get experience while they're going to school and so on and so forth. Um, and uh, we had to let most of them go because yeah. we couldn't justify the um, the cost of the health insurance that we had to pay for them. You know, the thing is, in my, in my group of, of friends that I see frequently, there used to be maybe two of us who were on uh, government health care. Uh, and usually it was because of personal decisions they've made, like myself, because I decided to uh, run my own business instead of work for someone. And oh, right. that meant that if I didn't make a whole lot of money, I had to use the uh, government insurance. And mm-hmm. it was that way for a long time. And then within the within four years of Obamacare, it's kind of the majority of us now are on government health care and, and our families. And it's mm-hmm. it's only a few of us of those people who are still able to hold on to either something from their company or buy health insurance themselves. And it's the the whole landscape just changed and it's it's odd how people don't see it clearly. Yeah. Yeah. That's and that's just Obamacare. That's just one thing. Yeah. And it... it almost everything the get government gets involved in... Yeah. The, that happens. The, have, the more the government is involved in something, the more that kind of stuff happens. Yeah. Well, um, I guess I guess the big thing here is that, number one, keep praying or pray more. And number two, just stay prepared and don't... Don't let Trump down. Don't stop backing him. Don't say, "Oh, okay, well, Biden won. Uh, say la vie. We we just we did we tried it and we failed." No, that's not the case. We no, have to keep working on this. Right, right. There's, uh, there's there's something amiss. As long as Trump is fighting, we need to keep fighting, or at least be prepared mm-hmm. to fight. Now, yeah. Francis, let's talk specifically about some of the things he's done, and. We talked about that Tutti Frutti encyclical, and I'm just yeah. now remembering the fact that we did a podcast, and it's still sitting on my hard drive, and I haven't I haven't produced oh, it okay. yet. I forgot about that. All right. I have to do that. Okay. Um, but then after that, he does, there's a couple little goofy things. There's this movie. Uh, let's talk about this one. Um, there's this movie that comes out. It's a documentary, and Pope Francis, when he talks about the documentary, says, quote, Homosexual people have the right to be in a family. They are children of God and have a right to a family. Nobody should be thrown out or made miserable over it. What we have to have is a civil union law. That way they are legally covered. I support that. Yeah, that's... 
he just came out in favor of supporting civil condonement of a sin that is an abomination. Right. Now, there are... That is the correct way to say what happened. There are some people saying he came out for gay marriage. And I don't think that's the right translation. Oh, right. Yeah. Because he didn't necessarily do that. All he said is that there needs to be some kind of law for, quote, civil unions. But you know what? What what I, you know, I, I, I would say he came out in favor of uh, gay marriage by another name. Yeah. I mean, what's the difference? It, I, I think he, he, he tried to say something about, well, that they shouldn't be allowed to adopt kids. Okay, so that's the only difference. We're, we're going to give you every kind of approval of your behavior, and, and we're going to call it a union and, and give you all the rights of spouses and everything except just not let you adopt kids. That, I mean, is that really what he's going for? I mean, he, I, I, he's, he's just an apostate. I, I don't see yeah. him as, as in, in his, you know, the way his mind works just doesn't even seem to be Christian. No, it's not. There was a time when I, when I, when this question was first coming up before the uh, Supreme Court made their ruling, mm-hmm. where I would talk about it and I would say, okay, if if a gay couple wanted to say get the tax breaks that a married couple have, I'm not against that. I am against calling them married. Because eventually what that's going to lead to is forcing priests to marry two men. That's yeah. what the end goal here is. But I'm right. not against a gay couple being able to enjoy certain benefits of a married couple. I, I kind of, at this point, I think that that was, uh, that was not the, that would not have been the right approach because we have, we have to fight the whole thing and it's, we can't worry and, and, about being fair anymore. Yeah, no, I mean, and you know, let, I would say let's let's worry about being fair to to the realities of human nature. The thing is, if if you say, oh, okay, well, we're just going to allow them to have the tax breaks. Well, mm-hmm. heck, I, there's money to be made there. You know, I'm going to go. I'm going to go and and sign up a uh, create a uh, uh, a match board. Uh, it has nothing to do with romance, and it has nothing to do with with lifetime commitments. It's just going to match you up. Uh, you you pay me a few bucks, and I'll match you up with somebody else, and and issue you a uh, a light so you, you know a marriage yeah. license that that allows you to to enjoy tax breaks. You, you both save money on taxes, and uh, get get to go live your own lives. You know yeah. the great. Um, you know that that's the kind of thing that, uh, and in fact, you know that the. the uh, when you think about it, now that they've said, well, okay, it, it has not, because the reason marriage is between a man and a woman, the reason marriage exists is to give people permission to have sex in a context that the children that come out of that activity are going to be taken care of. Yeah. That's why you commit for life. Yeah. Um, and societies that don't have that kind of thing... Um, you know, don't raise very nice children. <laughs> Let's put yeah. it that way. Um, the, you know, those are those are the societies like cannibals and stuff like that. That uh, they they're not too worried about raising nice children anyway. Um, yeah. So the the uh, 
as soon as you throw that out the window and say, ah, oh, you know, that, that doesn't matter. It's, 82 people want to get married. Then why two? Then what? Why two? As, as soon as you say any two people, why, oh, why stop okay. at two? okay. Why not five or Why six not three? Why not four? Why not yeah. five? You know what? And, and here's where I keep going with this. Okay. So that's the natural next step, you know, and, and I think that under the current, um, philosophy of, of, uh, the, the Supreme Court's latest on that, um, it would be very difficult to find grounds to say we, we can limit it to two. So yeah. then you open that up. And so, you know, every state has some kind of spouse protection laws when it comes to like testifying in court, uh, yeah. you know, regarding criminal activity and that kind of stuff. Okay. So, you know, the, the, all this, uh, you know, the, uh, mobsters, um, you know, the mafia, just get all of you just get married to each other. Now, none none of you can testify against each other, and you those can't be the, yeah. Those are the charged things that can't be charged with obstruction for not testifying. Yeah, I guess. Um, well, I get one thing is that it's not like he's actually hidden his agenda on this. I no, mean, that's true. We all knew that he was pro gay, and he and he came out of a pro gay group. Who got him elected? And yep. when we talk about that mafia, that I mean, not just pro gay. I think it came out of a gay. They were all gay. Yeah, um, <laughs> and it it's something that we recognized years ago that was becoming a problem. And in the church, yeah, and yeah. a lot of people are just kind of waking up to it. Um, and the, I would say that the. The uh, mainstream Catholic still has not woken up to it. Yeah. The, the EWTN no, Catholic is still kind of in the dark on this. Kind of, right, not quite aware. And so Francis makes a statement like this, and... Um, they all find, they, they, they have to find their ways to interpret it. Yeah, so it's a mistranslation. He didn't endorse civil unions, no, but he endorsed laws that protect civil unions. So what did, what's the difference? Yeah, and what's the difference? Exactly. Um, it, it's amazing that they can look at this quote and see it for anything than other than what it is. And it's, mm-hmm. So aside from this, we've also got the new Vatican coin. Uh, oh, the, Earth, the Pachamama Mother Earth coin Earth. or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. Mother Earth is an idol. It's a, yeah. it's a goddess. Mm-hmm. That's what Mother Earth is. It's and, not. And here's the Vatican minting a, a, a <laughs> an idol coin. It's not an idea of of ecology or something like that. It's 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 an idol, and uh, mm-hmm. I I don't know what you can even say about this. It, it's you kind of get the feeling that um, you've got a group of church leaders who are more or less just kind of defying God and daring Him to do something. Yeah, that's, that's how it uh, feels. That that's true. That it's yeah. And then we've we saw that happen over and over again in the Old Testament, and we know how those yeah. things happen. How how they the, end the, up the, when the people uh, went and started worshiping the the gods of of their their neighbors. You know all the the idol gods. Um, that that was that was the primary sin that caused the fall of the Israelites 
again and again. They would they would be captured and dispersed and so on and so forth, all in response to them worshiping idols. Yeah. Instead of the one true God. And the thing is, I uh, I used to think about that as a kid, you know, studying religion in religion class. I kept thinking, well, why didn't they just not do it? It seems yeah, easy to it, not worship a fake God. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and we here we have our Pope. I Okay, maybe he didn't bow down and worship it, but he uh, venerated it by putting it on a coin. What else yeah. is worship? Exactly. There's, yeah, right. Exactly. That, <clears throat> you know, I get reminded of uh, the third secret of, Va- of Fatima. And because of the imagery in the third secret, if you've never heard the third secret of Fatima, um, there's a lot of... Yeah, uh, I've, I've heard it. There's a lot of things about it. The uh, bishop and white and the people. Yeah. And, yeah. I might read it for the benefit of people who... Yeah, if you have access to it right there, just go ahead and read it out. So the uh, thing is that I guess Lucia, Sister Lucia, had been visited by Mary, and she had three more or less secrets to give to the world from Mary. And yeah. she wrote them down, and... It was actually all three of the kids. Yeah. Lucia, I, Jacinta, and, and Francisco. But the other and, two had died long ago, so... Yeah, the other two died, like, like within a couple of years um, from from the uh, epidemic that there was a disease. Yeah. What, what, what disease was that? that? I forget, but... Cholera, maybe? And, and the, some, <laughs> I don't think it was uh, cholera, um, although, you know... Maybe it was. Anyway, the the um, the format of these was typically the kids would be shown something, and then Mary would tell them about it and tell them why they were being shown. And so the first one was a vision of hell, for example, and Mary showed them hell first, and then told them why they were being shown that many souls are going to hell. You know, you need well, to pray ard- ardently for the salvation of souls. See, she says she shows them hell, mm-hmm. and then she says, "You've seen," and and that's the end of the first secret. She shows them hell. The second secret is her explaining hell. No, I don't think it. I don't think it was that way. I thought there was a second vision. But then it it leaks into to prevent the, and then and then it leaks into the. Uh, um, you know what? This is another. This is another podcast. Uh, because it talks about Russia, it talks about uh, the church and the Holy Father. But anyway, at one point, finally, um, the third secret is revealed to the world. And this is what it says. I write in obedience to you, my God, who commanded me to do through, so through his excellency, the Bishop of Lyria, and through your most holy mother and mine. So she's saying, I'm writing this because the Bishop told me to. Mm-hmm. After the two okay, parts... hold on. Before that, I I, I want to set the stage for okay. for this vision because so I, I look so the first secret is the vision of hell. Okay. Um, it lasted only a second, but the children say that it was unbearable just to witness. Um, the second vision was one in which they would learn that World War One would end, but another world would ensue uh, under the papacy of Pius the Eleventh, who reigned from nineteen twenty two to nineteen. 39 he uh this was in 1917 so 
earlier, you know, this is even prior to his reign. But well, I don't know if that unless, was a vision or if she just said it to them. Uh, I'm reading it says, In this vision, the Blessed Virgin shows the young children a vision in which they learned that World War One, will, which is going on at the time, will end. However, another world war will ensue under the papacy of Pius XI. Okay. Unless people stop offending God and Russia is converted. That's the one in which she told the children to pray... Uh, for Russia to be, and ask for Russia to be um, consecrated to her Immaculate Heart. Now, notice there she said offending God, not insulting God, like she said in the movie. Oh, right, right. The movie kept saying insulting God. I'm thinking, that's not that's not what she said. She that's said, not, stop no, offending, offending God. There's a difference. Right. We've got to stop sinning. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Okay, so anyway, my, my point is that, that each secret was a vision, uh, and then uh, a corresponding um, sort of instruction from Our Lady. Yeah. So then we come to the third secret. Okay. The third secret, she says, After the two parts which I have already explained, and this is uh, Lucia writing. Lucia. Yeah, writing um, to um, Bishop of Liaria. Yeah. At the left of Our Lady and a little above, we saw an angel with a flaming sword in his left hand flashing. It gave out flames that looked as though they would set the world on fire. But they died out in contact with the splendor that Our Lady radiated towards him from her right hand. Pointing to the earth with his right hand, the angel cried out in a loud voice, Penance, penance, penance. Uh, that would sound like maybe there's something bad coming, but penance will put it out. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, reading on, and we saw an immense light that is God, God, something similar to how people appear in a mirror when they pass in front of it, a bishop dressed in white. We had the impression that it was the Holy Father. Other, bishop, other bishops, priests, men and women religious, going up a steep mountain, at the top of, top of which there was a big cross of rough-hewn trunks as of a cork tree with the bark. Before reaching there, the Holy Father passed through a big city, half in ruins and half trembling with halting step, afflicted with pain and sorrow. He prayed for the souls of the corpses he met on his way. Having reached the top of the mountain on his knees at the foot of the big cross, he was killed by a group of soldiers who fired bullets and arrows at him. And in the same way, there died, one after another, the other bishops, priests, men, and women religious, and various lay people of different ranks and positions. Beneath the two arms of the cross, there were two angels, each with a crystal, uh, I don't know what that word is, aspersorium, uh, aspersorium, oh, aspersorium. Yeah. in his hand, in which they gathered up the blood of the martyrs, and with it sprinkled the souls that were making their way to God. A um, aspersorium is, um, I think, kind of like a, a holy water font, okay. sort of. Oh, the thing where the priest walks along and and, and flicks I holy think water it's also the yeah the the uh, the so the container that he dips it into would be an aspersorium. Okay. So they're gathering up the blood of the martyrs in in this container. Well, and then with it they sprinkled the souls that were making their way to God. So yeah. Now, when you hear that, you kind of assume that the priests, the bishops, the men, and the religious women who are all dying are martyrs. 
I have to question you. Maybe they're not martyrs. Yeah, see, because they they keep says they're afflicted with pain and sorrow, and then he's killed by bullets and arrows in the same way, one after another. The bishops, priests, men, and we and various lay people, different ranks and positions, and then beneath the two arms of the cross were two angels with the crystal aspersorium in, each, in his hand, um, each with a, a aspersorium in his hand, in which they gathered up the blood of the martyrs. That's what that's what makes it difficult to not think. That the, um, the these bishops, priests, and lay people are are the martyrs they're talking about. It's because they're dying right at the foot of this cross, and these angels that are gathering up the blood are under the arms of that cross. Yeah. But and then it said, with it they sprinkled the souls that were making their way to God. Where were these souls? Were these the souls of the corpses in the city they passed through? Or right. It, it's kind of hard to to understand what. It 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 there's a incompleteness in her description mm-hmm. of um you know um I never try to really or were the were the martyrs before that were the were the religious the the, the could they the, just be the blood of the martyrs of all the martyrs of the church which there are millions and could the priests and 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 um, bishops and and nuns and um and people that are being killed by the arrows and bullets could those be the souls making their way to God and they're going through a penance and being sprinkled by the blood of the martyrs? There's that too. I'm saying what if the priests, the bishops are the priests and bishops right now who yeah. would not be killed as martyrs but as heretics and the Holy Father? Could be. Could be. What if what if the Vatican what if Rome revolted and sacked the Vatican? And took back the church. The, we can't get rid of our pope. We've got a heretic as a pope, and we can't get rid of him until he dies. So yeah. what if a group of people or, said, "Well, let's kill him, and then we can elect a new retires. pope"? Yeah. Well, I guess if he retires, he could do the same thing uh, Benedict did. But uh, right. what if a group of people said, "Not only do we have to get rid of the pope, we got to get rid of all these bishops who elected him"? Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, that's. Could be, yeah. Could be that the church is is headed for a, um, for a, a literal war massacre. Yeah, I don't. I bring that up just because generally, when you look at that, you're right. You think of the the bishops and the priests all being martyrs. But I'm just saying, what what if they aren't martyrs? What if it's the people right now who are in charge and we know are bad? Or at least I I guess we can't say they're bad. We know they're heretics. Yeah. I don't know. We know they're doing the church harm. But we, we put it that way. Yeah, a lot of harm. And we mm-hmm. know there's a group of people who are continuing to strengthen the church with these little, uh, these little manifestations of traditional Catholicism. Like the Tridentine Mass growing up kind of everywhere in the U.S., and throughout the world now, but I think it, yeah. I think it kind of started in the U.S. And uh, I've had you know I had discussions with some people who insist that the Pius X guys are the ones who started that. I I beg to differ. I think it was I don't think it was them who kept the Tridentine Mass alive. I think it was I think it was people who had not forgotten it and always wanted it back and kept pressing until they got it. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. Because, I mean, I, I saw how that stuff played out when they were first getting the indult to do the mass in, in Cincinnati and stuff like that. Yeah, if I remember right, there there were one or two people in the Pius X crowd who said, all good, now we get to go to a real Catholic mass. But mm-hmm. most of them stayed there. Most of them did yeah. not start going to the Tridentine mass. It was a whole different wanted, crowd. They wanted to be separate. They wanted to separate themselves. Yeah. Anyway, I, you know, I've, I've been thinking about that a lot lately because of the kinds of things that Francis is doing that really does harm the church. And I, we can't do anything about it. No, we can't. But what if this is the, you know, what if these people who are dying are, um, you know, the a big city half in ruins? Um, it, says the, it says the bishop in white. Here's what, what is interesting um, and they assumed he was the Pope, but it doesn't, nothing confirms it says, that. No, they just say, but, but it, what, what makes me think that he's at least supposed to be, um, on his way to God, that, that he's either a martyr or somebody who is undergoing a penance that is helping to purify the church is that it says he prays for the souls of the corpses he met on his way. Or he prayed for the yeah. souls of the corpses he met on his way. That's the thing that 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 gets me. Yeah. But what if that's the um, you know what what if that are what if there is coming a time in the church when we the the people who who know what's what the people the the devotees of the the traditional mass um, who understand how. Um, how bad it is when, when Francis is doing the things he's doing and stuff like that. And we're the ones who are going to be, uh, persecuted and, and killed at the foot of that cross. Um, and our death is the penance that then, you know, God's going to accept and then use that to purify the church. Yeah. In the wake of our death. Not the, (laughs) not, you know, (laughs) yeah. Well, I don't. I generally don't get into these things because I, I know some people are almost obsessed with these kinds of uh, uh, prophecies, and I I I always go back to what uh, Bishop uh, Fulton Sheen said when he said that um, generally prophecies are something to look back on, not something to look forward to. It, right. It's it's not used as a way to tell what's going to happen. It's the prophecies are there to clarify that this message really was from God. Mm-hmm. So it's something you look back on and say, oh, well, yeah, Russia did spread her heirs throughout the world. Yeah. We can see that now. You couldn't right. have seen it when she said it. When she said it, it would have been like, what are you talking about? It's a third world country. What heirs? Right. And now we see and what she was talking about. I'd- People did keep offending God, and World War II happened. Now, here's yeah. the thing that, that you know, this, the, the other, and, and of course the vision of hell is this is where souls go, that if you don't pray for them and, and pray for their salvation. Um, this vision of the, uh, the, the martyrs at the Cork Cross or whatever, um, this is what makes it seem incomplete. Um, there's no here's how to avoid it or here's what to do about it that accompanies it. This is the 
you know, this is the part that makes people wonder, is, is there a, is there a second part of this that was, um, yeah, either destroyed, withheld, whatever that we'll never know about that, you know, that in, in our retrospect, had we known about it, we could have said, oh, okay. Yeah. If, if we had done this, it would have avoided, which is how prophecies work. Yeah. I mean, you know, all the times that the, the Israelites were prophesied as, you know, being scattered and destroyed and, and, and Jerusalem sacked and so on and so forth. Um, it happened and it happened because of their infidelity and they could have avoided it by being faithful to God. But since God knows the hearts of men, he knew they wouldn't be faithful even with warnings. And so he gave them the prophecies so that now we can benefit, benefit from that and see, um, like you said, you know, it's for looking back on. And there is no such line when she describes the third, the the last vision, right? Yeah, no, that's that's just it. The vision itself. I guess we'll have to wait and see, like everything else. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you know, that's it's something's something's got to happen. I mean, God's God can't let. Well, he can, he can do whatever he wants, but but yeah. you know. But, things are going so badly and and you know that god ultimately you know what he desires is the salvation of souls and this pope these bishops they're they're leading souls right to hell yeah certainly god is going to do something here's the here's the thing though these things don't often happen peacefully no when god does something it's usually kind of bloody (laughs) yeah and that's why That takes us back to this uh, election. Um, It would be great if somehow we overcame the cheating, installed Trump, and installed uh, senators and congressmen who were going to uphold the law. But that's not what's happening. And I, I, I think I've said it before. I think abortion is such a terrible sin that we're not gonna. We're not going to be able to just change the law and walk away from it. Oh, no. no. I think we're it's, going to have to pay it for has, this. There's an arm. Yeah, we we will have to do pen, penance for having let it go on so long. Not just us, the country, but us, the world. Cause, yeah. You know, but um, and the uh, not only that, but just in order to end it, um there's an army of darkness who are marching to defend and and support and promote abortion. They are not going to let it go nonviolently. Right. So it's not not just the penance, but just the commitment uh, to evil of those who are, you know, supporters of abortion is such that you know the, it's going to get violent. You you won't in, be in able to. to you won't be able to overcome this by sitting in your living room and tweeting out pro-life messages. That's what's not. That's not what's going yeah, to beat that's them. That's what won't work. We will have right. to actually physically beat them and stop them. Yeah, and it's, we're going to have to. Yeah, we're, we're going to have to rescue babies again. You know that the, there was the whole rescue movement. Yeah, um, I remember that. And uh, it's it's going to get that and worse. Yeah, that that we can agree on. No, uh, I don't know. I, I, I think we should commit to doing, uh, 
We need to get back on track and start doing regular podcasts. We should commit to doing one next week um, and see what happens with this Trump and see what see see if there's anything that we can do to make it better other than just praying. Yeah. Next week is November 11th. Isn't that Veterans Day? I have no idea. You know, most of the time when we get to a holiday, I don't realize it until that day. I wake up, and if it's a day everybody gets off, I start working, and people are like, oh, well, you're not open What are you today. doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, well uh, oh, we got news. We got well, some some news. Okay. Let me do this election news real quick. This is just one, you know, I want to throw this okay. out as a kudos. And you, and... you talk for a few minutes, because i got to get some coffee in. Oh, Okay. So I just want to I just want to give a thumbs up to Louisiana. Um, they passed overwhelmingly a amendment to their constitution uh, that says, and this is kind of this is kind of Louisiana looking at the um, looking at how badly the United States Supreme Court acted and how much in bad faith they acted in Roe v. Wade when. Uh, they so um, abjectly mangled the meaning and intentions and, and wording and text of the U.S. Constitution to try to find in it some kind of um, protection for abortion to the point where they could say no state is allowed to make laws prohibiting abortions. Um so Louisiana said, well, okay, we can't, uh, from our state, we can't directly uh, bring the Supreme Court um, back to sanity, but what we can do is make sure that our Constitution doesn't get abused that way, and that's exactly what they did. They added language to their Constitution that says, nothing in this Constitution is ever allowed to be interpreted as meaning that somebody has a right to abortion. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was just talking about the Louisiana. Uh, yeah, I, know. I, I heard the whole thing. I oh, okay. Um, yeah. So, yeah, anyway, that was my first news thumbs story. Up for them. But, um, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, excellent, excellent for them, and and we'll see we'll see how this eventually plays out with with our uh, new justice. And you know, again, that goes back to the the fact that that they seemed so confident of winning this election. And it seems like they let they let Amy Comey Barrett be uh, installed way too easily. I, I, I think we all envision a much bigger fight. Mm. I certainly did. I was surprised how quickly that went. And I, it, it makes me think they still think they've There's got something, something up their sleeve, up their sleeve yeah. or she's not the person we think she is. Uh, that could be, yeah. So we'll have to wait and see. But that, yeah, that was a wonderful thing in uh, Louisiana. Yep. Yeah. Um, now, okay, there's this. Have you seen the thing in uh, Charlie Hedbo? What is that? Charlie Hedbo or Hedbo? It's H E B D O. H E B. Oh, and oh, Charlie. There it is. Charlie Hedbo. Charlie is a um, he's a satirical cartoonist mm-hmm. and he 
uh, drew a picture mocking the Turkish president. I'm not even going to try to say that. Um, and they get angry and, uh, they're wanting, they're wanting to do a bunch of stuff. And France is kind of defending this cartoonist saying, no, you're not going to, you're not going to intimidate us. Okay, good. Okay. And then, uh, there are riots breaking out in the, on the French embassy building in Pakistan. Oh. And then, Shortly after that, three people are killed at Notre Dame in uh, in the cathedral. In oh Beach. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know if all these things are tied together because they're not being reported as if they're tied together. But this terrible person who's killing, beheading people uh, is obviously a, a, a Islamist, and I don't know if he's doing it because of this cartoon or because he's just or is it. Yeah, and then because and then there are other uh, there were several attacks all in a row against Christians by Muslims, Mm -hmm. and I I don't know if those are all tied together or not. But you know, most people have heard now about the beheading and about the several other uh, knife attacks. Um, I know a lot of these Tridentine churches have. they have ushers who are caring. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel a lot safer going to a Tridentine mass than any other mass. But yeah, um, that's, that's good. <laughs> so anyway, then there's uh, this guy Walter Wallace gets shot by a cop. He's told to put the knife down. He doesn't put the knife oh, down. Oh yeah, he's shot. What, yeah, what's that? Why? And then all these protests over it. I don't understand what. This is just more of the same. This is yeah. why I think there's like, no way Trump didn't win in Pennsylvania. The the kinds of things that are happening, there's no way the people in Pennsylvania are happy with this. Yeah. It just, it defies all logic. But uh, I guess we'll wait and see. So then the, did you hear about the FBI arresting five people in the U.S. for spying on opponents of the Chinese Communist Party. People were arrested in the U.S. for spying on opponents <coughs> of the Chinese. The so I CCP. guess, I guess there are, I guess they're Chinese. Either that or, or they're they're immigrants, but oh, they're okay. here in America, and mm-hmm. they were opponents of the Chinese Communist Party, and China sent some people over to try to coerce them to go home and face trial. Oh. And the FBI arrested them. Arrested those people. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. Oh, boy. I don't know. That wouldn't happen under an Obama administration. No, it definitely wouldn't. He probably would extradite them. He would. Yeah, he would cooperate with them and round them up and send them back. Um, It just kind of shows you how bold the Chinese is, sending people over to try to capture people. Mm -hmm. They got political prisoners and bring them home. Um, Walmart announces that it would remove guns and ammunition from their stores. I didn't know they still sold guns and ammunition. Uh, well, you know what? I, I think I did see a, a ammo section at one Walmart. Um, oh, gosh. But mostly, like, their camping section. It's just camping stuff. There's no, yeah. There's no guns there. Well, this sports. is... They're citing the ten, rising tensions... 
that broke out in Philadelphia because of the Walter Wallace killing. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, I guess it kind of makes a little bit of sense because they have stores in a lot of these kinds of bad areas where a lot of the rioting yeah. happens. So, a bunch of people riot in... If you're a thug rioting in... And, and looting a Walmart, what's the first thing you're going to get? You go in, you find the guns and ammo, and then you yeah. load up. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I can see Walmart owners, okay. people that, being that like, let's not have guns and ammunition for these people to steal. Yeah. I can kind of see that. Um, so the Illinois authorities extradited that 17-year-old uh, Kyle Rittenhouse to Wisconsin. He's the one who had shot those two people. Um, oh, during the, right. I, we need to pray for this boy. I I don't he know how he got in. People were coming after him, though, right? Yeah, yeah. He was defending himself, definitely. Self-defense. We have to hope that um, he's going to be found not guilty. It's a shame that he has to go through this. It's mm-hmm. a shame that he, he has stand to stand trial, trial because it, it's overwhelming evidence that he was defending himself. I mean, it's all on camera. You see it. Mm-hmm. You can see him defending yeah, I himself. Saw, I, so, I, saw the, I saw the videos. But he was, uh, Illinois uh, people sent him to Wisconsin. He's going to stand trial for those. Um, Two states that went for Obama. Yeah. I, the, the I don't think Wisconsin did. I think they're lying. I well, think yeah, that, that's there. what I said. If you believe the news, yeah, I can see Illinois, but yeah, not most, Wisconsin. Mostly Chicago. Yeah, almost all Chicago. If you look at the map, right. it's like a blue dot in the middle of this red sea. Mm-hmm. Uh, the U.S. begins a naval exercise with Japan, India, and Australia. Um, China sees it as a kind of a Cold War type. Um, maneuver and hmm. condemns it and wants it to stop, but uh, we're still doing it. Now, voters in Puerto Rico voted on whether or not they wish to be a state. I don't get that one at all. I mean, it's not up to them. Uh, no, but they can apply for I guess they have to apply. They can request it. I, I really hope we tell them you have to clean up before you can become a state. You can't just... I mean, territories had to apply for statehood, and they had mm-hmm. to prove that they had some value that they would add to the U.S., didn't they? That, and and they had to... Um, they had to establish that, that they had achieved a certain measure of... Uh, Law and order. Stability. Yeah. yeah. Stability. Law and order stability that, you know... That, that, I really hope it, we don't take them as they are. <laughs> they're they're in bad shape. I mean, their their whole government is corrupt. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's all the news I got. Other all than right. the fact that the 2020 outcome is still undetermined. Uh, yeah, but we knew that was coming. I don't even have any news. I don't have any nonsense. I didn't you even have up any, any nonsense. I'm, I'm okay. So. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know. I'm, we were out of it you for know, a while. We were out of it, and you know, the, the it's just I I keep thinking about the church and this election, and I'm thinking, you know, we we have bishops and cardinals who were in Germany during the time of Hitler who cooperated with his regime, and we call them 
we you know we charge them with being complicit in yeah the crimes of the Nazis, the the killing of the Jews. Now, you know, there's whatever it is they thought that the, that those Jews' lives were worth. The you know the the was it the fact that that uh, the Nazis um, wanted the state you know wanted society to take care of its elderly was the the you know the strong uh, civic youth volunteerism was it the uh, you know that they were against the materialism of the age you know whatever it is it's not worth the lives of the Jews that had to be given up because of the Nazi regime and so right. we don't we don't give them any leeway with excuses like that we you know, they were complicit and we condemn that morally so in the United States you know I've got to say first of all every you know, American who voted for Obama, I'm sorry, who voted for Biden is complicit in, you know, the lives of certain, um, un- unborn babies. Yeah. But, but the other thing is this, our bishops, regardless of any other issues, you know, our bishops put out this soft sell of, oh, abortion is preeminent, but you got to look at all the issues about your yeah, conscience, blah, yeah. blah, blah. You know, that's BS. The fact that the American bishops aren't instructing Catholics you have to go to the polls and you have to vote whatever way you need to vote in order to end abortion in America and get us out of this demonic mess. Right. The fact that they're not clamoring for Catholics to vote against abortion. And then we'll talk about the other issues. Yeah. Let's get, we, we can't even think clearly as a nation when we're involved in this demonic activity. The fact that they're not clamoring for that makes all those bishops complicit in the lives of those unborn babies. Yeah. And the priests as well. You know, there's another uh, podcast, I think Catholic Stuff You Should Know. I stopped listening to it a long time ago because uh, it's kind of a shallow uh, yeah, it's a podcast. I I think it's still on my list. It comes up once in a while on my app. Apparently, Jason um, listened to the one on this election, and they just—they just weren't strong. They—they they didn't say you have to vote against Biden, and—and mm-hmm. and that needs to be said. And if you're not saying it, you're complicit. Yeah, and these exactly. priests are complicit in—in in the murder of children. It's their job to lead the flock, and you know what? They're complicit in the loss of the souls too. Yeah, the the people who it's, take it's part in that. It's not just who, the murder of children. I mean, those those children that are murdered, whether you whether you believe in in limbo or not, they're at least going to be happy. They'll either be happy with God or they'll be naturally happy without God. That God will see to that. But but the the doctors, the women that well, I mean, call them doctors, the, the yeah you know, death dealers, and and the women and the politicians who support them and so on and so forth, they're all losing their souls. And some of the people voting for that are losing their souls too. Yeah. And if you're not clamoring to end this, you're complicit in the, the, the that eternal loss of uh, the, yeah. that loss of eternal life too. Yeah, it's a it's a shame that so many. Uh, that it happening that it's happening so much in America and yet there are there are some voices here and there uh, who are who are clamoring and who are saying you cannot you cannot vote for Biden and be Catholic yeah but overwhelmingly those voices are not the shepherds of the church right they're uh, yeah. they're <laughs> They're the minority, and and they're very much they're the not ones listened that the, to. The, the shepherds of the church condemn those people. Yeah, it's a shame. 
All right, that's all I got. All right, well, everybody, uh, next week we'll have something else. Yeah, let's yeah. get to doing this a little bit more uh, regularly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you get, uh, I got to get the uh, two I have recorded Indiana. now and get them on there. But, um, oh, yeah, that I had a terrible job in Indiana. It was like eight hours. Now I know how oh, doctors man. feel when they do like a surgery where oh, they have long to stay surgeries. in one place. Because normally my <laughs> thing is I, I work for... I usually, my average time on a machine is about uh, a half hour. Mm-hmm. And if I work for two hours on one machine, I stop and I go outside and smoke a cigarette and take a break. And mm-hmm. I, I've got a pretty easy job. But I went nonstop on this machine for eight hours. And then and then I got your text. I, oh, yeah, I forgot we were going to record yeah. tonight. So... Uh, have have your have a nurse there with the 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 gauze wiping your brow yeah. and stuff for the for the put sweat. a diaper on because I had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> well, yeah. All right, all right. Well, we'll see you next week, folks, and think about what we said. And yep. and always, always circle the beads. Keep circling the beads. Bye, folks. See ya.